This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 847. Gnarly mnemonic devices for IELTS spelling. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band seven, eight, and nine success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. How do natives learn how to spell? English has so many words with weird spellings that we all need tricks to help us out. You'll learn some of those today, plus native and natural mnemonic devices to mention on IELTS speaking to sound like a native. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Aubrey, I I heard a rumor about you. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> I heard no, it's all good. It's all good news. I heard that you were a spelling bee champion. Yes, I was. I was <laughs> a speller. I won. I got first place in a spelling bee competition in um elementary school. And then um, I was in a couple where I moved on to participate at the district level and placed. And I loved spelling so much. Actually, I went to this random um, spelling competition at the mall and won first place at that. It like wasn't even school sponsored. I just loved spelling competitions. (laughs) Oh my God, this is so great. So guys, the reason why we're sharing this amazing news to you, this honor that Aubrey received when she was growing up, um, is because we're talking about spelling today and specifically mnemonic devices. So mnemonic devices, first of all, just that is a great phrase if you you know want to use that in IELTS speaking and writing. Um, but the, uh, the reason we're talking about this is because, especially on IELTS listening, they like to trick you with words that are difficult to spell, like Wednesday and February. So guys, we have some tricks for you today that we learned growing up so you can remember, first of all, how to spell tricky words in listening and writing, but then also so you can use some of these really cool mnemonic devices and mention them on your speaking test and sound super native. Yeah, these questions come up all the time. Our students are asking, how do I figure out Spelling, because they know they're docked on the listening test if they don't spell words correctly. And writing, you have to spell words correctly. In fact, just today I was teaching a personal coach speaking class and the student said, I cannot figure out how to, you know, if I should put I-E or E-I in words. I don't know which to do. And so that's kind of this idea started formulating because I said, well, when I was a kid, I learned the rule I before E except after C. (laughs) 
Yes. And then it's gotten longer, right? That's all I remember for when I was a kid, but there are so many exceptions to that that they've so added many. to it. Now they say, or when sounding like A as a neighbor and wait, and also for weird, which is really just weird because there are exceptions. <laughs> so the whole phrase now, they're adding some of the exceptions. So you remember, this doesn't work for every word. <laughs> I think that's too long. It's I long. don't know. That sounds too long for like, because a mnemonic device should be a trick that you can't like... Something that rhymes, that is short, that's a short phrase that you can just repeat to yourself again and again. And then whenever you spell this word, that phrase pops up in your mind and then you remember how to spell it correctly, right? Yes, Um, exactly. So to me, this mnemonic device, it's. I think this is obsolete these days because there are so many exceptions to this. Um, Actually, on the All Ears English podcast episode, uh, what is it? Episode 11. One two five. They also talk about this memory hacks for learning English. So, guys, definitely check out that episode. But they mentioned this rule because in elementary school we all learn this: I before E, except after C, and it, it does work like in general. But there are so many exceptions. Like Aubrey, what are what are just a few of the many exceptions? Yeah. So along with weird, leisure, forfeit, albeit, and seize. And then somewhere even following C, it's actually IE, like glacier and science. So there are a lot of exceptions. So if you just go, oh, always I before E, you're going to end up spelling some words wrong. So you have to know about the exceptions. And like the word science, I mean, if you just pronounce that out loud, out loud right. in your head, you'll remember, you get it right? right? So <laughs> that's one like thing I. too. Um, like when I'm, we do have a mnemonic device for February, guys, that will help you remember how to spell it. But even now, if I'm spelling that word, I have to, in my head, I have to say Feb Ru-ary in order to, so I remember how to spell it. So do like develop your own devices as well, where you just like sound these things out in your head to remember spelling. I think pronunciation ties in here when we're trying to remember to spell certain words like science. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And albeit, right? You can hear that it's be it. So a lot of these words, you want to write them the way they sound exactly, which is better than memorizing a really long phrase that is a little bit obsolete, like you said. Yeah, totally. Um, Guys, if you're not a subscriber to this podcast, I need to encourage you to subscribe. Hit subscribe right now because we have some amazing episodes coming up. Aubrey's going to interview Maria, who has followed our templates and strategies and increased her writing by like two BAM points, right? Getting writing feedback. Um, I'm going to interview another student next week that got super high scores on her most recent exam. So guys... Lindsay's on, Aubrey's on. We have guest students all the time. And I have some exciting plans for other expert guests coming up in the future. So guys, hit subscribe if you're not a subscriber already. Um, Okay, so let's get into some more of these mnemonic devices. Now, Aubrey, you're obviously a great speller, right? Correct. (laughs) Okay, I am, I, you know, I'm going to be totally honest. I am not a great speller. So that's why I personally need devices like this. And I still remember some from my third grade teacher, Mrs. Mayer. She was like my favorite teacher in elementary school. Okay, so... First thing, guys, connect this to IELTS. This first rule, I before E, except after C. They're speaking questions about what's difficult about English. Do you enjoy writing? Is writing difficult? And this is something you could mention. You could be like, 
Um, yeah, writing is super hard in English because spelling does not make sense in this language. For example, the rule I before E except after C doesn't even work half the time. So if you said something like that, that is like Bandai native amazing. Yes, exactly. Because it's natives that are aware that there are exceptions to these. And so if you mention that, it's clear that you're really thinking about grammar and spelling and figuring out all of the exceptions to everything too. So yeah, you're going to get a high score when you're saying something like that. Oh my gosh. The, The stuff today, guys, that we're sharing with you will make you stand out so strongly on the speaking test, because this is all stuff that we learned because we grew up speaking English, learning English in elementary school, right? So if you guys mention this stuff, this puts you on a whole other level, gets you closer to that native English, far away from being a band six student. So definitely, guys, take notes today. Um, Okay, so the first mnemonic device from my third grade teacher that I want to share, the word lieutenant. So maybe it comes from French. I'm not even sure, but the spelling is messed up. (laughs) Um, So if you're going to spell this on writing, if you're writing about like military, for example, that comes up. I remember it by saying to myself, lie, you 10 ants, because that's how it's spelled, right? <laughs> lie, and then the, the letter, letter U, U mm-hmm. and then 10 ants. Lie, you 10 ants. Like, I say that in my head if I have to spell it. <laughs> that's a really good one. And it's true. This can come up if, if writing task two is about the military or the government. You can use this word and you could also use it, um, you might find it on the listening exam. If they say the word lieutenant and that's what you have to write, just say this mnemonic device out loud and you will get the spelling correct. Oh my God. This could be an answer in a, like a listening section four. Um, the IELTS would be so mean that week if they put this <laughs> in section four, but I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't guys. Be surprised. They're tricky. Yeah. So, okay. Like the next two. Wednesday and February. These two words are misspelled even by natives all the time, guys. So yes, IELTS puts these words on the listening test all the time. All right. So Wednesday. So again, my third grade teacher, she taught us to say, the wedding is on Wednesday. The wedding is on Wednesday because Wednesday, it sounds like it's N-D, but it's not. It's spelled W-E-D and then Nesday. (laughs) (laughs) So you just remember that that D goes first, wedding. The wedding is on Wednesday. Yeah, for both of these, Wednesday and February, we pronounce them so differently than they're spelled. So if you're just trying to spell phonetically and, and write them the way that you hear them, they will be wrong. So these these mnemonic devices are simple and easy to remember. The wedding is yes. on Wednesday, and then we have one for February, which I love. <laughs> Aubrey, <laughs> we, Aubrey made this one up, guys. This is like a Three I Keys did, original. Actually. Okay. It is. Um, <laughs> I Googled to make sure I wasn't stealing it because we couldn't find one. That was, and I'm like, I don't know of one. But this is a good one because what you want to remember is that it's R-U, February. And so the mnemonic device we came up with is, are you having trouble spelling February? (laughs) (laughs) So fun. So just the letters are you, like you're texting, right? Like people shorten words or whatever. Um, So yeah, F-E-B-R-U, Ari. Are you having trouble spelling? That's that's so fun. That's That's a really good one. All right, guys, coming up after the break, we have three more excellent, easy to remember mnemonic devices. 
Okay, guys. So we talked about spelling in the first part of the show and words that are commonly misspelled on IELTS that you guys won't be tricked by anymore. Now, these next mnemonic devices are just things that natives learn growing up, and they are related to IELTS topics, which we're going to explain. But this is more, this is for speaking, for impressing the speaking examiner, not for spelling, right? Yeah, exactly. That's if you are speaking and you want to really make them see that you're aware of things that natives learned when they were young, you can mention any of these and they're going to say, oh, they're going to be impressed. Definitely. Yeah, totally. So like, okay, this first one is something that I actually just heard on a a show I was watching the other day and I hadn't thought about it in forever, but it's like really fun to say. And on, I also heard it like the very next day on a podcast I really like. So, you know, guys, yes, mentioning this on the speaking test is amazing. We'll get you a higher score. But also, if you're taking in entertainment in English, you guys are going to hear this stuff because this is so like innate to, um, to Americans especially. So, okay, if you're asked about colors in speaking part one, There are questions about colors. What are your favorite colors? Um, What colors would you never paint the walls of your room? I know those are weird, but they are in speaking part one sometimes. So talking about colors, you could mention if you like a lot of colors, you could be like, you know, I just I like all the colors, Um, especially the the all the colors of the rainbow. Roy G. Biv. So Roy G. Biv, it's an acronym. All right. And it is all the colors of the rainbow in order. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. Um, That's like that would take up all of a speaking part one answer. You know, just talking about the colors of the rainbow, explaining Roy G. Biv. That's such a better way, because if you're asked that, it would be really easy to one word answer, be like, uh, blue. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You have to say more, right? So this is an excellent thing. If you have it in your back pocket, if there's anything that has anything to do with colors, say, oh, it's like Roy G. Biv, all the colors of the rainbow, red, orange, yellow, green. Like this is perfect yes. to give you something more to say about yes. color. Definitely. And in speaking part two, guys, if you're describing a place, if you're describing a party you want to give, which are real speaking part two questions, just like find a way to work this in. Be like, well, I want to decorate with all the colors of the rainbow. You know, Roy G. Biv. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So questions about space travel and science. Now, how can we remember the names of the planets, Aubrey? Okay, this is a really good one. Um, If you're wanting to remember the planets in order, you can say, my very educated mother just served us nine pizzas, right? So then you can remember, okay, first letter, Mars, Venus, Earth, exactly, right? Except yep. Mercury, Mercury, Venus, Mercury, Earth, Mars, <laughs> Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, to remember. Neptune, Mars, and then the planet that's not a planet anymore, Pluto. That's right, Pluto, but again, still like, at it. This is just like, this is a sentence that is etched in my brain. And I was just teaching it to James the other day. So again, just mention this, guys. Find a way to work this stuff in. Okay, we have one more fun little phrase for you guys. There are questions in speaking part one about handwriting. Also, there are questions in writing and speaking part three about like what students should be learning in school. So I think this phrase works for all those topics. 
Yeah. So we, we, we talk about the keyboard and we say the QWERTY keyboard. And that's where the letters on the top left are Q-W-E-R-T-Y, like the word QWERTY, which is not really a word. But if you say that, the examiner will know you're referring to this type of keyboard that we use. Yes, exactly. Or like, I use this also if I'm talking about, um, I get frustrated sometimes with my smart smart TV because some of the apps on there don't mm. like have letters organized in the QWERTY keyboard. Yes. Maybe they're alphabetically organized. And it takes me longer to sort of figure out where the letters are because I'm so used to the QWERTY keyboard. So I think there are like a number of spots where you could work this really native phrase in. And guys, this is this has become like a real word. This is the name of our keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. We just bought a speak and spell toy for my kid. It was like a throwback from when we were kids and it doesn't have a QWERTY keyboard. So I was like, oh, maybe this is a terrible idea because they're going to get used to the letters in the wrong place. I know. Yeah, I know. Like James is only eight, but I'm already encouraging him to like learn how to type. It is like, guys, you need to learn how to type. It's so key. Okay. Um, So guys, if you're not a subscriber, subscribe to IELTS Energy Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. And oh, it's not iTunes anymore. It's Apple Podcasts, guys. Mm, Um, And also remember that we have a new video IELTS lesson every week on our YouTube channel, guys. Hundreds of videos on there already. Be a subscriber. Never miss a lesson IELTS Energy TV on YouTube. All right, Aubrey, this has been so fun. I know. I kind of like that I got to brag about being a good speller. Oh my God, (laughs) I love it. And I love that I got to be honest about not being a good speller. And hopefully we shared some tips, guys, that will help you not spell words wrong on the test. All right, Aubrey, have a good weekend. You too. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.